Hey everybody, welcome to Ask Me Anything. My name is Matt Love. I am here with Pastor J.D. Greer. I love how that rhymes. It makes me happy every time I say it. We have another great question, J.D., today. Another great listener question. Thanks so much to all the listeners that are sending those questions in. Please keep letting us know what questions you have. That's you know what drives the podcast, obviously, is questions that, that people are asking and trying to process in their relationship with God. Um, and so we have a, a good question today from Ruperto. The question is, is it ever okay to lie? J.D., your thoughts. That's a tough one. You know, I mean, on one sense, you, you feel like the easy answer is to say no and point back to the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not lie. doesn't get much more straightforward than that. Exactly. Or Matthew 5, 37, Jesus says it really plainly. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than that comes from evil. So Jesus seems to be saying, like, there's not a lot of gray here. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Be truthful the way that your heavenly Father is, is truthful. Hmm. But then it becomes a little bit trickier when we start to think about certain scenarios, even biblical scenarios, where lying doesn't seem like it's wrong and it almost seems like it's the right thing to do and where scripture even seems to commend it somewhat. For example, Exodus chapter two, Pharaoh had commanded all of the Hebrew midwives to kill every newborn baby boy. Well, the Hebrew midwives don't want to do it. You know, obviously they don't want to murder these babies. And so um, Pharaoh calls in the midwives and asks them why he's still hearing reports of Hebrew baby boys still around. And and uh, they tell him that the Hebrew women are so much different than Egyptian women. They they give birth so much more quickly because they're so much more vigorous. And it was it was a lie. It was just the midwives were trying to say they have babies before we can even get there. And um, that was a lie, but it was commended as faithfulness. Or, or think about Rahab. Rahab lied to the Jericho authorities when they came looking for the two Israelite spies that she had hidden in, in the the thatches of her roof. Hebrews 11 calls that whole scenario a faithful act. It says, by faith, Rahab did not perish with those who were disobedient because she gave a friendly welcome to the spies. Hebrews 11, 31. Um, the book of Hebrews says that the proof that her faith was genuine was that she hid the spies. Now, it doesn't say lying specifically there, but that was, it was like she knew that if she told the Jericho authorities that they were going to come and and kill them. And so God presents her when he sums up her, her actions during that season. He calls her a woman of faith. Uh, or you think of stories from Christian history like Corey Tinboom, where she's hiding Jews in the closet when the Nazi, when the Gestapo shows up and asks, Are there Jews here? And she lies and says no. And and there's something that resonates in us and says, Well, yeah, that's what you should do. You don't tell the guys with the guns who are looking to kill Jews on the spot where the the Jews that you're hiding are. Um, you know, every once in a while I'll hear somebody and they're sincere. They'll say, Yeah, but in all those situations, if you just trust God and tell the truth, then he would take care of it. And I, I do appreciate the the heart behind that. But I mean, really, you can take this out even to a more logical extreme. Like in war, a lot of times you're deceiving the enemy about what your actions are about to be. You know, it's like you you you, you make them think that you're going one direction, you go around the other. Um, that's kind of a lie. You know, you're, you're, you're doing things that indicate, I think we're going to attack here when you actually attack over there. I mean, one of the famous battles with the Nazis involved uh, Eisenhower, you know, having all these fake tanks uh, basically inflatable tanks put out so that Hitler would think he was coming from one direction. Um, was that, was that a sin for, you know, to, how about when you're playing basketball and you fake like you're going one, one direction and go the other direction? That is a kind of lie, but I don't think any of us say, well, those are all sinful. Um, so in the one sense, you do have biblical examples and you have things where it, you, it makes it seem like this might be a situation where the commandment thou shalt not lie doesn't apply. But of course, the problem with that, let's just acknowledge it, is that you start using that reasoning to justify all kinds of lies. Yeah. You say, well, I don't want to hurt somebody, so I'm just going to tell them a lie. I've got good intentions. You know, I, I want to be kind to them. If I tell them the truth, they're just going to get hurt. I've actually heard men use that reasoning as a way of justifying not 
being honest with their wife about an affair or like a porn addiction or something like, well, I don't want to hurt them. So I'll just, I'll just live a lie so that, that I can take care of them. Or you think if I tell my boss the truth about what actually happened there, then I'll get fired and my family will go hungry. And so I'm lying, but it's for a good reason. And I'm sure God understands that. And, and those things seem really clearly to be sin, that that would be a violation. So in using the examples of Rahab and Corey Timboom, I'm not saying that if you got good motives, then that makes every lie okay. It's It clearly is Jesus is saying, let your yes be yes and your no be no, because we have a truth-telling God and we want to be like that. But there are biblical examples where, where it seems that the lie was not regarded to be sin. So how do you interpret all that? Well, there's a really important principle that I've heard since I was a kid, but I really like how Paul Carter over at the Gospel Coalition, actually um, the way he puts it, he says it this way. There's a difference between a general principle and a recognized exception to that principle. He uses a comparison with the command in Romans 13 to obey the government. Romans 13.1 says, everybody must submit himself to the governing authorities because the authorities that exist have been established by God. There's no caveat given in those verses, and yet... And yet the Bible also tells us that the very man who wrote those words, Paul himself, would frequently break the law by continuing to preach the gospel when the governmental authorities told him not to. So is Paul a hypocrite? Because in Romans 13, he doesn't give any exceptions, but but then he obviously recognizes there are exceptions. Was Paul just a hypocrite? No, Paul was stating a general principle in Romans 13, 1, with the understanding that there were exceptions, and those legitimate exceptions come when, and only when, you are disobeying the government or, back to our question, lying in order to prevent yourself from sinning or breaking God's other laws. Um, when you are protecting life, like protecting Jews, if you're Corey Ten Boom, and you don't want to be complicit with the Nazis and, and, and seeing them executed, or something like that. When you know that somebody else will use the truth to sin in a way that would basically make you complicit in That's it. Good. Short of those very, very few, very narrow and very limited exceptions, you should tell the truth and trust God with the results, good or bad, because our God is a God of truth and we glorify him most. We reflect him most when we radiate truth like he does. That's really good. To try to say it as simply as I can, I think we always, in every situation, we tell the truth, we keep that commandment, thou shalt not lie. We reflect the nature of our heavenly father with our yes being yes and our no being no. But if the truth is something that either we or somebody else is going to use to sin, then at that point we have to use some discernment that seems to be demonstrated in the Bible that the better thing here, the more God-glorifying thing here is to not allow that person to bring that kind of destruction on that other person. And um, if I have to deceive them in order to protect life, then then that's what I'll do. All right. Well, thank you so much, J.D., you know, it's again, like you said, it's a simple question and not a simple question at the same time. So thanks for breaking it down for us. We would love it if you enjoyed this podcast, if you would leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And I say this a lot, but I'm just as a reminder, the reason we ask for that partially is because we want to know if we're doing good. If everybody's throwing out two star ratings, we got to make some changes, right? But the other reason is ratings and reviews are one of the ways that, you know, algorithms and whatever else, it gets the podcast to other people. And so we would love if you would Help us get this podcast to other people by leaving rating and reviews if you enjoy the podcast. And if you hate the podcast, you know, give us a tell us why so we can get better. Either way, leave us a rating or review. And we will see you next time on Ask Me Anything. Mm-hmm.